0: Hi there. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. We call it
1: Mondays with Mike and Mary.
0: And I'm Mike.
1: And I'm Mary.
0: And welcome. <laughs> if this is your first time, uh, welcome to the podcast. If you're coming back, well, welcome back. As you know, if you've listened to any of these, what we'd like to do on Monday is review all of our notes from the R-squared calls the previous week and pick the best of the best, the things that really stuck out and struck us and sound like they'll help you the most if we could review them. Now, the names are, of course, kept confidential to protect the innocent or the guilty, (laughs) as it it may be. Uh, But we like, what was the best parade of techniques that you heard? What was the best ask the experts question? And maybe best is the wrong word. What was the most interesting? Uh, What do we think is the word we want to spread that could help people the most? So that's what the podcast is about. And we're so grateful that you've taken the time to listen.
1: Yeah, we hope we can learn something um, from one another today.
0: So I had three people mention something in the same vein in a Parade of Techniques way on the calls, and I, I thought I'd start with that.
1: Oh, that sounds good.
0: You know, book a business, we recommend send call C, mail call C as your marketing plan. Well, you also are sending things to individual clients or individual prospects or just friends. And three things in particular came out on Friday's call about different unique things people are sending that are really getting attention and a great response. And the first was from a company called Send Out Cards.
1: I'm familiar with them.
0: Yeah, that lets you customize your message, use your own photographs, put photographs of you and them into the card. They also have food that they send, chocolates <laughs> and brownies and cookies. and So it's a, a really welcome gift. Uh, the second thing is called foiled again chocolate. Oh, I like that. Well, chocolate's always good. <laughs> and then the third thing was a program called TouchNote that takes you the photo that you select and turns it into a picture postcard and then you write the text they turn the picture into a postcard they put your message on the back and they mail it for you
1: so it's actually touch less
0: yeah you're doing less touching <laughs> to get the word out
1: oh that's but pretty neat
0: everybody's looking for new clever attention getting ways to thank our prospects, to keep in touch, and to deliver a unique message.
1: Well, and increase the open rate, you know, because for the last bunch of years, we've been recommending an oversized full-color postcard, which certainly serves its purpose. You know, there is nothing to open and they're getting the message, but how, what a coincidence, because I had an idea come uh, up on one of my calls on Friday as well. No. Um, along this same line. So that's kind of neat. And it was a student of ours who went out and bought some fancy schmancy envelopes and uh, hand wrote the address um, and her return address. And she had a typed message on the inside of the envelope that she just put a handwritten footnote on but she um, she delivered these to every single person in a condominium unit uh, in a building and actually had three people call her uh, and schedule an appointment with her. And she really feels that the success uh, ratio was much improved just because the envelope was unique. It created curiosity and people therefore opened it and actually received her message.
0: Hey, what's this? Yeah. Let's open it. Yeah. <laughs> What a great idea. Hmm. Fancy schmancy envelopes. Yeah. So the Ask the Experts question I picked, I don't know if it applies to everybody, but I think the answers that we got on this particular Ask the Experts question do apply to everybody in one way or another. This is about a a single agent that has three team people underneath her that are all buyer's agents. Okay. Now, not everybody's got a team like that. Uh, Not everybody has any buyer's agents working for them, but she said, here's what's happening. All three of the agents on this team are underperforming. And they're underperforming in that they're looking to her and saying, you're not giving us enough good leads. So they're walking around with their head in their hands Hmm. looking to her to feed them. And I thought she got some wonderful suggestions and advice from her board of directors. Uh, and the first group, three or four people mentioned, get outside the office. Take the team somewhere else outside the office. Do a timeout day, mm-hmm. you know, a team building kind of day. We used to do those in the original Floyd Wickman Company, you know, once, once every month. We'd at least leave for half a day and go somewhere and just work on the team, just like we do on Fridays, work on your business, not in it. And then some more suggestions were to go back to the basics and call together, do a pizza night, bring everybody together and start building some momentum that way. Yes.
1: Well, I'm just thinking that, you know, all those are such good ideas because they build a team. And I bet there are a lot of people listening that have found themselves in a position where their buyers, agents expect leads. You know, we've been kind of in that model now for a while. And at some point, you know, it's not like the leads come in in a real consistent basis. There might be stops and starts and times when there are fewer leads. So team building and helping everyone have a sense of responsibility be powerful.
0: Yeah, and it was all centered around go back to the basics. Mm -hmm. But then the advice got a little bit more direct. (laughs) And it was, you got to inspect what you expect. You know, what are they doing with the leads you're giving them? Ah. And I thought that was a, a great point to make. But beyond that, someone else said, here's a phenomenon that I'm seeing more often than not lately, and that's buyers going directly to the listing agent because they think they're going to get a better deal from the listing agent than they would from either an agent they're working with or someone who's not the listing agent. Are you seeing that at all?
1: Yeah, definitely. I've heard that from, uh, from students, yes.
0: So this particular piece of advice was, Floyd teaches us to build a business based on listings first. And uh, so I was thinking, gee, maybe you ought to teach them to be listing agents. Now, how could you do that? Oh, I know. <laughs> Get them into a Floyd Wickman program. Yeah. But you know, I had a different take completely from almost everybody else on that particular question because
1: so somehow that does not surprise yeah, me, Michael. <laughs> I know.
0: What I heard was a violation of one of Floyd's rules lessons he learned managing salespeople, which is make people independent of you, not dependent on you. Yeah. And while being the rainmaker, you can't always make more rain. There's only so much in the clouds, you know. So how do you make people independent of you? Well, all those team-building exercises are good, and inspecting what you expect, that's really important. Get them together once a week. Do what we do on R Squared. What was your activity? What were the results? You know, how many leads did you actually get this last week? How many did you contact? How many contacted you back? How many did you convert? How many did you move forward? You know, and you troubleshoot those numbers just like we do with the ratios.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure there are plenty of teams that could do a better job of really keeping track of who's following up with the lead, and do we really have a system, and then analyzing those ratios to spot problems. So that certainly is part of a solution. But it sounds like you had a creative addition to that.
0: Well, there's something else Floyd taught us. You know, uh, whenever morale or production is down, it's time to spot the problem. And he has a very simple solution, an easy way, because it's always a people problem. He says you do a people analyzer you list all the people in the organization, starting with yourself. This is something we do at least twice a year. And you rate them plus or minus in three categories, attitude, effort, and production. Now, some people add a fourth category, which could be adherence to core values or use of company tools and systems. But for sure, attitude, effort, and production. Okay. And it's plus or minus. And potential doesn't count. They're either a plus or a minus. <laughs> okay. You know? And once you've rated everybody, if you spot anybody who's all minuses, that's the problem. Mm. And then you do an intervention with that individual. As if you've got three people on a team and they're all pointing their finger at the lead agent saying, you're not making enough rain. Right. You're not giving us enough good leads. It's not all three of them who feel that way. It's one troublemaker. Who's bringing the other two along with them on a campaign? So you got to do do an intervention and and cut that off at the knee. And what do you do? Well, you give them a short term ultimatum, or you dehire them. But somehow you got to turn that one person around so the other two don't get infected with this because it's contagious. You know that that campaign I'm. Carrying a picket sign. Life is unfair. <laughs> well, spot the problem. It's usually one person. Do something to turn that around. And if you can't, then you know what the, the obvious solution is. And I thought that was the most interesting question we sure heard on Friday. How about yourself? Did you have a, an Ask the Experts?
1: Well, one of my favorite Ask the Experts questions this week was from a a gal who's working in a rather small town and you know when you have a small community and especially if you're a player in real estate in a small community people are always asking you how's so-and-so's house going you know is that sold yet or what did that sell for and that can create a little bit of a conflict right So the Ask the Experts question I found interesting this week was exactly that. What do I say when people are asking me for information that I really should not be giving them? And I always think it's kind of fun when you go around and of course in our our square group, seven people give advice to answer that question. And mostly what we heard was seven people saying, you cannot legally answer their question, and you need to explain that to people that you know you wouldn't want me sharing information about your transaction, and 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 breaking a confident uh, breaking a confidence. And then it was my turn, and I just had so much fun answering this because I I really think we ought to be taking joy in these kinds of problems. Like if somebody's asking you how transactions are going, I think we should be excited to answer. So what what I told her to do is to to embrace it. I I think if somebody says to you, yeah, is that house sold yet? You gotta say, oh man, we're working on it, that's for sure. (laughs) Hey, thanks for asking. And that little answer, well, we're working on it. Thanks for asking. I think you could use that no matter what the status of the transaction is. And by the way, it's also a springboard for asking a whole host of Wopen questions. How about you? Do you know anyone thinking about moving over in that area? Or how about you? Have you considered, I just just thought it was a great gateway question um, that would get you talking about real estate with people that are obviously wanting to talk about real estate.
0: Turn it into a qualifying conversation. Yeah. I love it. You know, that goes right along with whatever happens. If you call it good, it'll turn out good. Oh, you keep getting so these questions about, hey, how's the old McCracken house going? Is there, are they? Why are they? Well, we're working on it. <laughs> yeah. And instead of saying, yikes, I'm caught in this confidentiality bind, this is a great opportunity for me to describe who I'm looking for, to ask them questions about them. Terrific.
1: That's really true. And it sort of piggybacks with another question I might as well bring up because it was, it was, it's a very similar thing. And it's similar this way, Michael, that sometimes we think we have a problem. But what that problem really is, is an opportunity. And so instead of perceiving it as an, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with this problem? Flipping it on its head. So I had a guy ask um, yesterday is ask the experts question was this, Uh, I got a lead, so I'm prospecting and this person will give me the lead. They say, yeah, I I do know someone that's thinking and moving, but you know, I think I'd rather call him first and then, um, you know, rather than give you his name and number. In other words, I don't want to tell you the name and phone number of the lead. Let me call him first. And, you know, again, instead of seeing that, oh, my gosh, that's too bad. Oh, no, what are we going to do about that? See, to me, that's like, woo thank you very much. Would you really be willing to call him first? I'm honored. That would be terrific. Um, When do you think you'll be doing that? Terrific. You know, maybe when you call Jake, or excuse me, when you call that person, you could tell them how we know each other and why you believe that I would do a really good job for him. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. Terrific. By the way, if you think you're going to talk to him on Tuesday, listen, if I don't hear from him, say, by Thursday or Friday, do you think it would be okay for me to call them then? And then asking for that name and number a second time then I think you're going to have a lot higher hit ratio than arguing about it right up front <laughs> or or expressing some kind of dismay. So anyway, I, I maybe that's just a, a theme, right? That when you think there's a problem, flip it on its head and look for the silver lining because there's probably something good about this all happening anyway.
0: You know what that reminds me of? What's that? From this moment on.
1: Anything Anything that that happens 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 in in my my best best
0: interest interest because
1: (laughs) I I am a master salesperson. salesperson. Right on.
0: Hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you like it, share with your friends. If you don't, just hit delete. That's okay, too. (laughs) But thanks for listening.
1: Talk to you next Monday.